Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. Ah, so it's come to this. Uh-huh. Uh, it's come to this. Get on, slave. Get on with you. We haven't got all day. I'm Charlie. <laughs> oh, <you do. laughs> I'm gonna keep doing this voice. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. This was the this was the dubbing. This was the one? that was the great dubbing of uh, 2022. We're we're kind of in lesser charted territory. <laughs> I don't know if there's. We've done a lot of these episodes so far. We've done cracked a lot one of eighty. We've done a lot of yeah, episodes. Yeah, we're and have we done like a trilogy, like the first three movies in a franchise? I don't. Th- I don't know if we have. We've That's done a good question. the third movies in sure. franchise a lot. We definitely haven't done them back to back to back like we're no, doing now because we're doing. We did season of the witch. It's a great episode <laughs> and right. probably the best number three in any movie trilogy. Yeah. Right? We did Friday the Thirteenth three D. We like part threes. Yeah. yeah, Silent yeah, yeah. Night, Deadly Night three was great, but and to go one, two, three, we've never like do it now. Oh, obviously, never episode to episode yeah. to episode because yeah. we're hitting the third one. <laughs> so two weeks ago, we did Barbarian, smash yes. hit, surprise yeah. hit, swept theaters by storm. Everyone loved our episode, <laughs> smash hit episode. <laughs> yeah, one of our greatest, <laughs> great movie. I'm, I am still thinking about it. I am still thinking about this stupid movie. It's kind of stupid. Barbarian was kind oh, of stupid, yeah. but also incredibly well-written, very self-aware, very funny, just a great laid-out, entertaining movie. Sequel, incredibly entertaining movie <laughs> in a totally different way. Also self-aware, also uh, funny. From 1987, The Barbarians, so yeah, it was yeah. kind of a weird, like, oh, okay, exactly. the sequel came out, you know, you get 23 years earlier. People get, like, the rights you know, the source material changes over time. Old. The yeah. project evolves. Sure. Right? And so we're kind of seeing this evolution in different time. But this one is... Now that we're getting into the third, I mean, that's that's always risky ground for any movie series. Yeah. You had one, two Godfathers. I mean, you're talking 87 to 22. You know, they're making Godfather 2. Suddenly you're coming out with Godfather 3 mm-hmm. 18 years later. Ridiculous. Filled with terrible... Italian actors like Sofia Coppola like the worst she had to be dubbed it was so bad right yeah and so the the third movie in a franchise doesn't always work all the time with that I will admit the third one is a step back Mm. from Barbarian and the Barbarians but I think there's still a lot to be into in Barbarian Queen yeah I was into Barbarian Queen. Barbarian Queen is a fun little Barbarian sequel. It's a nice... Somehow even coming out earlier than the Barbarians in 1985. This was 85. This is all yeah. weird, but it's it's such a flow. Barbarian. The Barbarians. Barbarian Queen. Yeah. Like, you're really getting a sense you're going through history. Yeah. It's getting movies, bigger and right? better, right? Yeah. And so More was, barbarians. Yeah, so, Higher-ranking yeah. barbarians. <laughs> right. A real barbarian hierarchy. And it, it kind of gives it a little bit queen. of depth, right, yeah. to the barbarian universe that mm-hmm. we're in. And now you get to the queen, right? Like like we talked about. 
all the sequels, it all comes from the Queen. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. By the time we're in Alien 3, yeah, it's all about the Queen, mm-hmm. right? All So the third one, you have to make it the Queen's story. You got to go big with it's the Queen. It's big, right? Yeah. And it doesn't work. When, it do, when the Queen doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. Diane Keaton and that curly hair in Godfather 3, flop. Nope. Nobody acknowledges it. That's right? why the Kingsman three, the Queen, was no yeah. one got that. Dudsville. No one understood. No one it. wanted it. No, the Kings Queen, Man. Kingsman. Queen. No, yeah, we've established this. Doesn't work. I don't I can't imagine what people listening to this are thinking. <laughs> You're thinking about the Barbarian Queen. <laughs> barbarian was... Queen Lana Clarkson. Yeah. What a goddess. If there's one reason to watch Barbarian Queen, it's to watch Lana Clarkson. Yeah. At the peak of her powers. This this is a movie, if The Barbarians was a movie made around the Barbarian Brothers, this was the Lana Clarkson showcase. It really was. It really was. She was in Deathstalker before this. Roger Corman was like, you're good. Yeah. Do you want your own movie? We're spinning you off into your own <laughs> this. Yeah. And uh, she nails it. Yeah. She is great. Uh, we talked a lot about the height of the Barbarian Brothers in uh, The Barbarians. Lana Clarkson, I can tell. She's a tall drink of water. <laughs> this woman is a barbarian queen. We got some pretty good barbarian... The, the main barbarian queen I think of is like Sybil Danning. Sybil sure. Danning is okay. the... She's that tall Amazonian, uh, big-jugged uh, <laughs> blonde, right? I love all the blonde, permed, like, oh, rodeo yeah. dry... <laughs> <laughs> like valley hair in this movie. The barbarian hair is just ridiculous. In this it's movie. amazing. This is a different term. We talked about um, the stretches made in the budget. Barbarian, the barbarians, and barbarian queen. Low budget movies, all of them. Mm-hmm. Independently financed. We love independent film here. One of our favorites. That's that's what we're all about here. The little guy. The queen is significantly cheaper. Than those already cheap movies. Well, sure. Yeah. But that's, that's what happens with sequels, you know? Yeah, the budget exactly. Goes you down get a little bit, bit less movie and you get a bigger and bigger return. Yeah. Right? Austin Powers, three, probably much cheaper, but the returns, huge, right? And so Barbarian Queen, I don't have the numbers in front of me. <laughs> yeah, you're a gold member. Of you all go. the trilogies to pick. <laughs> you went Austin Powers. Picturing all these moneymaker third movies, you know, the big hits. Powers three is big. You don't think Sh- <laughs> you don't think Shrek three is big? Myers knows how to knock the third Cars one out. Cars three, yeah. Myers knows the third movie. I get it. And um, I don't know. I've never seen the African Queen. That's just about like some <laughs> boat. <laughs> like, Wait, is that a? Is that I don't a know if that's in well? the universe, right? She's oh, Louise. But Barbarian Queen is such a great step. It is cheap. It is only seventy minutes long. Oh, it's perfect though. <laughs> but how perfect is that 70-minute runtime? How excited did you get for this movie when you saw 70 minutes? I double-checked and then triple-checked. I didn't want to... I was yeah. like, 70 minutes got me so high. I was like, so excited. I didn't want to find out I'm actually into an 89 minute. This might not even be 70 minutes. Like, I think even on IMDb, it's like it's like an hour and 14. It's like trying to stretch... Like, eh, maybe 74 minutes. Are, I'm pretty sure when I watched this on Freebie or whatever I watched it on, it was like it was like 108. It was like <laughs> not even quite tight. making that 70. There minutes. are a, f- a couple different cuts of Barbarian okay. Queen because 
I think anybody renting these movies, you don't put like a Sybil Danning in a movie where the poster has Sybil Danning and usually several other women who look similar to Sybil Danning wearing... These were some of the sleaziest covers in the video store. Even the Beastmaster, that guy is wearing some skimpy little leather briefs, right? These all look like varying degrees of Man of War cover. But the Barbarian Queen cover, I don't... I don't know who the pervert is that does this specific <laughs> art. It's got to be the same guys. It is. De- it's got to be the same. Especially guys. the Deathstalker stuff. Like this is the sword and sandal art. Like this it, is the guy. Like it. It seems like it almost could be Frank Frazetta, but it's like too lowbrow for him. There's one dude listening to this out now who's like the Aaron Burr guy in the milk ad, just like <laughs> say the name. <laughs> There's one right. guy who knows this name. Or but... it's Drew Struzan, like, moonlighting in his <laughs> sword and sandal. Yeah, you know? All I know these, is... It has that same kind of airbrush, you know, photorealistic almost looking, but obviously painted aesthetic. The, the Deathstalker poster is so good oh, that it tricked, like, a room full of us adults into, into the same, like, 10-year-old buying an NES game. Like when oh, I bought God. when I bought Deadly Towers, which had the coolest muscle guy in a in a helmet and sword cover, right, screaming on a mountain, Deadly Towers has haunted my nightmares ever <laughs> since. Just for being a truly inept but creepy, weird game, right? Yeah, just a cursed game. But yeah, when you think you're getting that poster art, yeah, and then you get that game. We I think we are all of that generation that's been haunted by that. Just that feeling of being a sucker. Yeah. That's the real, like, when you're a kid, that's when you real felt like you you were a, an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, you got, you got tricked, Well, dummy. then also you're like, of course an NES isn't going to show me these kind of graphics. What was I thinking <laughs> what was, was going to happen? What was I thinking <laughs> Deadly Towers is going to be about? I even remember that with my neighbor had, a, had an Atari, and it was just like, oh, man. The yeah. artwork you would see on those <laughs> laser blaster looking things, and then it's like literally it's a triangle three pixels. Shooting rectangles. Yeah. Yeah, man. Deadly Towers, that box art tricked me, but good. And when we saw the Deathstalker poster art, we fell in love. There's, I still, I I want a framed, I love full size version of that poster. Same. It is one of the great pieces of sword and sandal art. It's perfect of all time. It is perfect. Yeah. The first time I saw it was when they were they were doing a screening of it at the Castro years and years and years ago. With the only reason being like it has Lana (laughs) Clarkson in it. Yeah. And Lana Clarkson got famously shot to death by Phil Spector. That's why Lana Clarkson doesn't show up at conventions anymore. That's why you know that name. Yeah, and I so, know it was what. Yeah, I was looking up Lana Clarkson. And it was like, oh, she died when she was forty. Yep. Oh, it was that woman. Yeah. The reason Phil Spector's still in prison to this day, and I'm assuming will die there. Terrible. Awful. And I was. I never really fully experienced her as a as a character actress right mm. she's not the star of death stalker what was that barbie benton <laughs> was barbie benton the female yeah, lead yeah. well the point is we all saw the death stalker poster immediately fell in love watched death stalker in a group and well nevertheless we had a, an eight-bit experience yeah yeah that, that, that disappointment of like oh this isn't this you isn't the poster at all we're gonna do a death stalker episode i cannot wait to revisit death stalker and there's Deathstalker too. We have a, yeah, we have a lot deeper roster of films to compare it to now. 
Deathstalker, we definitely had the poster shock. Yeah. Uh, we should have known better. The poster's like the coolest dude swinging an axe and the greatest looking ogre. Mm-hmm. With the best part, though, is the second ogre coming up <laughs> over like the hill. I love the si- Just like, yeah, this guy's already just at the, you know, oh, sword clashing with yeah. sword. And here's another ogre coming That's up like the hill. My maybe. favorite subgenre of fantasy art is the dude who's clearly fucked. Mm-hmm. I love like, it. All that old, like, sci fi art where it's like nine aliens descending on a guy and he's trying <laughs> to fight him off with a pen. It's like, oh, he is in so much trouble. Those, I love it. Those old ultra violent like men's magazine posters where a guy just goes to like Spider Island and he's covered in <laughs> covered in foot long spiders just like Ugh. Exactly. I love it. And yeah, just that second ogre like cracking his knuckles coming over the hill like, oh, this is Deathstalker? Well he's found it. <laughs> also that was that was his name in the movie. They call you Deathstalker. <laughs> well, I mean that wasn't a, that's just what they called. Oh man, that that second ogre swinging his big old hammer in the background. Mm-hmm. That's that's san- fa- fantasy art personified. What, what for that Deathstalker poster needed more of, though, was the scantily clad babes. And that is all that's, the Barbarian Queen. That's posters. what Barbarian Barbarian Queen brings to the table. Yeah, that like poster. six. What was it? At least five. Five scantily clad babes ready for battle with swords and. Spears. There's so many weirdos. Barely any armor. That are correctly into the Princess Leia <laughs> harem costume. Oh, sure. And the Barbarian Queen poster is just five of those women showing butts. <laughs> <laughs> just like one of them has that like great long, like late 80s butt. Mm-hmm. Like the Jesse Spano. <laughs> Thin and long. This same artist, man. There was another movie around this time, which is. A different poster, clearly the same guy, called Amazons. Mm. I think that was, maybe that was the, a Sybil Danning one. I don't know. Amazons was around this same time, unaffiliated with the Barbarian Saga. Yeah, yeah. Just a ripoff. Ripoff of the trilogy. And I don't, I don't know what I wanted out of, out of Barbarian Queen, but if you were a kid looking at the poster of Barbarian Queen with the five babes on it, more than any other sword and sorcery movie, this movie delivered on, we just talked a lot of women into taking their shirts off the whole time. <laughs> this one does deliver. This has the most by far. On that front, at least. Women are walking around just wearing nothing There's for bulks, big parts of this movie. Yeah. This is, a, this is one you got to uh, make sure the kids are in bed for this one. That's why I'm thinking your 68-minute version, like, I probably oh, watched maybe. it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's a lot of Lana Clarkson just fully nude on a torture table. Yeah. Just like somehow killing a dude. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. So I don't know that's what I missed. The, that's got to be the highlight of the film. But I don't know what this, I missed. This is a, a story of feminism <laughs> that also is 100% exploitative of, it's just, uh, of its ladies. It's a right? Roger, Roger Corman specialty. This movie uh, is like Ingmar Bergman's The Virgin Spring. <laughs> You know, and that uh, some guy saw the rape scene from the Virgin Spring and was like, put that in a bunch. <laughs> Make that a thing. <laughs> Make that the movie. Well, this yeah. movie starts with uh, so that kind of Virgin Spring So obviously Spring saying opening. Robert Egger saw this movie and said, I could do this with a guy version. The yeah. Northman. This is the Northman. This the Northman. This is the Northman. Yeah. There's a lot. Obviously, any barbarian-centric movie is going to have a town getting invaded 
pillaged, mm-hmm. sure. women being taken as slaves. Yeah. But man, this one really, that's half the runtime. <laughs> Big <laughs> this, time. This, this opening town invasion and so battle. The I'm going to bring this scene up from for the rest of my life, but the the uh, pillaging scene in the bar in uh, uh, the Northman, yeah, was one of the most intense, scary scenes I've ever seen. Right, that's got the visuals and the screaming that will stay with me for a long time. Yeah, they do a a big village raid, and right at the beginning of the movie, it was already better than I was. Going in thinking it would be a lot of moving parts, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of extra, a lot more people, a lot of action than you see in these kind of movies. Yeah. Sometimes these foreign directors really can just pile in the extras and it always makes it better. This was a chaotic village. There's a big wedding, Lana Clarkson's character. The If we complained about the, the lack of names in the barbarians, <laughs> the names in this are impossible to remember <laughs> everybody's got a crazy name yeah the credits to this movie looked insane it just looked like a, a full made-up language for 80 people i do not remember a lot of the names that's in this that's one. the hardest part is yeah eventually you're just making up syllables to go <laughs> yeah. together so i think yeah lana clarkson is amathea amathea yeah Thea, yeah something like that you've got estrid you've got tamaris Teramis. Yeah. A lot of really fake sounding like tarot card reader names. <laughs> a lot of those kind of things. Yeah. Just Arakur. <laughs> Alma, so Amathea is our lead in the movie, and the movie's takes she's place the queen. on her she's she's the barbarian queen. She's the queen. And it's on her wedding day. To another to a He Man stud. To a full on He Man. Frank Zagarino was figure. in he was a direct to video stable. Yeah. He was in the Project Shadow Chaser movies, which are you know, that same low-budget action. Mm-hmm. A lesser Michael Dudikoff, but with bigger muscles, <laughs> you know. And there's a kind of cool cast of girls that gets run up because the village gets sacked. Big time. These these raving bandits come in, and they sack this village. I saw a synopsis that called them a peaceful village of barbarians, mm. which seems like two words that very like an oxymoron, at, at odds, yeah. right? <laughs> but they did seem pretty chill while they're... You know, kids were getting slaughtered. No kids burned alive, like in the Northmen. Yeah. We didn't go that far, but we did get some kind of dangerous fire stunt scenes. A lot of horses. A lot, a lot of, of fake horses. blood on throats. Yeah. A lot of throat slashings. But also, the entire time it's all happening, you're getting one of the better, hilarious dubs. That's that's kind of why I had the stupid dub. This it's, movie, the one thing I'm going to take away from this movie is the dubbing was just... This was classic. Uh, this was art, not in, in uh, Italy. It's Argentina, mm-hmm. but they clearly use the "we'll cover this in post later" yeah. method of a lot of those Italian yeah. films. You're seeing you're seeing fifty people battling on a on a field, <laughs> and you're hearing five guys standing around a microphone going like, "Eh, eh, eh, ah, eh, here, you." There's ah. a lot of grunting off camera, and a lot of people. I I really love the the movie Aguirre. The Wrath of God, mm-hmm. but some of the dubbing they were filming in some treacherous locations where I imagine the sound record sound mix wasn't coming out super strong. So they're wheeling these carts, you know, through the Andes, and it's awful. And I remember in the dub, they're getting this 
cart out of the mud and somebody's going, hey, get the wheel out of the mud. (laughs) Just get it out of the mud. I'm like, should I switch to the German? Should I I go subtitle on this? And right out from our first rape, (laughs) we are getting the both guys like, I say you should have her. You always take the woman first. Mm -hmm. Like, who is recording these lines after? It's pretty atrocious. But yeah, the whole time it's always like, out of my way. (laughs) They, yeah, they round up the slaves, and literally you hear a guy go like, Come on, slave, we ain't got all day. <laughs> yeah. He really gets these weird crowd banter, but since it's all dubbed separately, no crowd, it's never a crowd murmur. It's always seven people in a crowd, yeah. each taking their turn to say a line. Very, very yeah. distracting through a lot of this. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty great. It It starts with, and the dub lines are always mixed at kind of a higher volume. So they really pop. Oh, yeah. You are really hearing these side unseen characters just having this crowd banter. But the barbarian queen survives. Her sister, uh, you know, they find, they round up some ladies. Yeah, yeah. Some other barbarian lower ranks. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, it was a good opening fight where she's, Fighting dudes off. She has this great move of sword above the head and then kicking them in the nuts. I I was enjoying that. There was some. (sighs) Lana was using those legs. There was oh yeah, she's she's got them long games. (laughs) She had to be six feet tall. She looked she looked very tall, and uh, I liked her sword work in this. Mm. She had great swoops. Knew how to move the hair. You know, knew how to do the cool sword vertically behind back with the spin around. A lot of the other people in this had some less than desirable sword work. There is some clanking, but <laughs> at the same time, there's always a ton of people running yeah. around through all these scenes. Seems like somebody was going to be catching errant elbows. I saw one guy, and I think this is for the amount of fight scenes they put on the screen for the total of this 68-minute movie. Yeah, I only saw one guy where they're like, "Ah, oh, these two guys don't know the cameras on them." <laughs> one dude was lying on the ground. Another guy had a big old spear through him, but the guy holding the spear was clearly just kind of looking off over his shoulder, <laughs> like waiting for a different cue. And the guy on the ground was kind of like looking, like <laughs> leaning up on an elbow, looking up at him. Like, well, at least this is off to the That's edge. That's great. That's probably on the Blu-ray. I they're started like, looking. Yeah, I started looking in the background because yeah, there's so many scenes where there's like. 50 people fighting. Yeah. And yeah, I was looking in the back and yeah, they're doing a pretty good job tumbling and tussling. A lot of, lot of action. Yeah. Really easy to roll up on somebody's leg. <laughs> Nobody else seems to be like falling uh, awkwardly. Mm-hmm. It all seems to be moving pretty well without a hitch. I, even Bruce Lee, I've seen movies where he's clearly in there directing traffic and showing guys where to be. Yeah. Didn't, didn't really see that in Barbarian Queen. I don't know if any of the action looked as good as a Bruce Lee movie, but (laughs) when you throw that many people out there, the results were pretty good. The dubbing was just as good, though. Yeah, but this is one you know right away. Some sword and sorcery movies focus more on the swords. Some are more on the sorcery. You Mm -hmm. know, Beastmaster, you get the best mix of cool cliffside sword swinging and also rip torn casting spells on a pyramid right 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 good mix yeah and barbarian queen doesn't really have the budget for expert swordsmen or sorcery effects. <laughs> any kind of special effects. no special regard. effects yeah. for sorcery i know there's no magic rubies there's no dragon 
no. effects. <laughs> no hacking just, through a dragon. Just a lot of like dudes, yeah, getting cut. So I think that's when women. they had to be. They also didn't really have the budget for for like bodies. Frank mm. Zagarino is, must have been the contracted only buff dude on set. There was some pretty skinny gladiators walking around through this set. Pretty realistic depiction of the time. Yeah. But so they didn't have the budget for sorcery effects. The best answer would be, let's just put the remaining money towards the women. Let's just fill this harem. Because every time there is a harem in this movie, it is packed. (laughs) There is just a lineup of girls in this flick. Yeah. I don't, it seems like, I honestly don't know how you talk any girl into showing boobs in a movie. I, I'd love to sit in on the process. It's either the worst moment you've ever witnessed, or maybe some girl is cool being the 17th person to walk by showing <laughs> boobs in Barbarian Queen. They're just lining them up. Literally. Yeah. Going through it. And I guess if you're talking from a pure budget allocation standpoint... Whatever weirdos sitting in the video store looking at the poster art for Barbarian Queen, they are not going to finish this 70 minutes disappointed. <laughs> it pretty much advertises way more than Deathstalker yeah, yeah. capitalized on its poster. It advertises what's on the front of this I, I did not, uh, yeah, I did not end this movie going like, man, I could have used a little bit more like Merlin shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got what I wanted out of Barbarian Queen. No Ian Newts. No, uh, no, yeah. s- no big old cauldrons getting I stirred. I one crystal ball, but what I did see <laughs> was a parade of uh, flesh. A lot of flesh. That's what Corman does. That's what we get. Maybe it's really, I bet it was great. To be a gal going to Argentina for two months and then just wearing the skimpiest clothes you've ever worn during that whole time. Much like the Barbarians, I I thought a few times watching this movie, like, they're having a good time. These guys are having some fun. Yeah. They're joking around. They know none of the dialogue on set's going to be recorded. So they're just bullshitting. (laughs) Good. Point. I never thought about the aspect of dubbing a film where, like, you know, we could be saying anything to any of each. That is such a good point. That's got to be a morale booster on one of these shows, right? It's like, don't worry about your dialogue. Just hit your marks. I kind of liked our establishment. Look like a creep. (laughs) Leer a bunch. More leering. Uh, Once we kind of, you know, these girls immediately go on revenge. This movie has no time for plot. Oh, no. Like, boom. Kidnapping starts. Whole village is ransacked. They destroy, yeah. They destroy Fiance the village. Fiance is kidnapped. The ladies get their revenge. This woman goes back after her man. And her, I guess, second... That one, Estrid, is like her concubine. I assume her, right? Uh, and the others are just a couple other cool babes they pick up along the way. And yeah. the, the now brain-dead sister after her. She's not taking her assault very well. The others take theirs much more on the, on the, on the, with stride. Yeah. They're like, eh. She's <laughs> like... These are the times. Is, yeah, exactly. They really roll Nothing with new. it. This, this other girl, she wasn't expecting this could be a thing that happens. She's bothered the whole film until her dagger scene at the end. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, when they go upriver and first immediately come across, what, some of the same guys? They're all part of the same crew, right? Yeah. This crew's setting up camp all along the countryside back to their... They kind of find an outpost of yeah. So basically, yeah, it's like the big bad you know king has come in to take on this village, 
So they're on their way back to the big bad boy. I don't know who our they, big bad they king kinda is. They kind of hit these little uh, pockets of outposts along the way. And then eventually they get to the city. They get captured immediately. <laughs> Tortured yeah. for another half of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then they make their big break and, and kind of free all the other slaves and then have their big battle. That's the movie. That's the movie. It's It winds up incredibly fast. Yeah. You don't have much time to be be lingering during the 70 minutes, right? You go after your boyfriend's kidnapped. Your village is burned to the ground. There's nothing to go back for. You go forward. You find the people that did it. Yeah. You concoct. Not a great plan to get him. <laughs> their, their plan was pretty much get kidnapped. Be slaves for a bit. Then when a few of us have been murdered, then we strike back. Right. Why didn't you just start shit right when you walked in the gates if that was the plan? Yeah, that part kind of confused me. I got lost somewhere (laughs) along the way. Like, wait, they all got captured? Yeah. All of you? Wait, somebody was supposed to go in. Only one, though, right? But it seems like they wanted to be captured, but no. Yeah. I don't know. One girl kind of seemed like she voluntarily got captured to be put in the harem, but then was also like, wait a minute, nobody said anything about sex stuff. <laughs> what is she, Where have you been? Where did you not think this plan through? <laughs> but in between all those moments, we get these pretty, there's some cool scenes in this. I liked when they came across that first outpost. When they started killing these, picking these guys off one by one. Yeah, it's, it's like in the river. Yeah. And they're, yeah, I... I know what you mean. There she drop kicks a guy from a a roof of a hut, and he flips over the railing, and they both go crashing into the water. That was a cool stunt. Mm-hmm. That was one of those great dangerous, like, hey, we're filming in Argentina. <laughs> this guy said he'd take the drop kick no off the rules. roof, you know? No rules. Don't worry. He can scream. We'll just dub it. That guy leaned into the drop kick. He was bent back over that rail. She basically just jumps down feet first onto his neck, and oh. he just goes heels over ass into the <laughs> tumbling into the water. Man, that looked like it should have ended terribly for both of them. Probably she's did. holding. She's like clunking his head down into the water with the butt of her the sword. Great, it's like a clearly different guy. The next scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, could have been a Landis. You never know. We don't know. That's that's the price you pay. She, in cinema. she stabs that one rapist right through the beard. Oh, I love that bit. Great shot. The through oh. the neck and then, yeah, the, the kind of pan out and see the bigger shot of clearly just in front of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> right under his beard, right? Uh, one I, of the Also, did that guy show up like nine times or was there just <laughs> different bearded guys? No, there were. <laughs> there was like, I was like, wait, that's. Is that the same guy from earlier? He has such a distinct look because that was a seriously cool beard, and he has kind of you know like it's like very he spiked like out that guy. Yeah, and I was like, he looks like the old man from the beginning. Then he looks, yeah. Then he gets killed. Then I swear he's in it later. <laughs> the old man that gets the the arrow to the forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't oh, know man. if he's that guy, but like, I would not be shocked if he shows up in the background. Of yeah, it's got of the big town scene, <laughs> but. When he uh, is making a big fuss dying, one of his compatriots said, well, he never raped a woman quietly before. Right. What a thing to have on your tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) What a a thing to be said about you when you're getting your your neck stabbed through with a sword. That's honestly, that's got to be a moment for the whole group of guys to be like, is this is this what we're doing? (laughs) Are we the is that the are we the bad guy? We actually know that guy's rape sounds. (laughs) What's wrong with us? Yeah, this is a what are we doing with our lives? This is a tough crew of customers here. (laughs) It is not the life for everyone. Times were different. 
Like take it, take the, it easy. The area man. of Ama, the era of Amathea was a was a rowdy bunch. Man. But we get her what had to play in all the trailers when she's convincing the women to keep going, to keep fighting for this revenge. She says something like, "I'll be no man's slave and no man's whore." Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's it. It's like, oh, how'd you come up with a cool catchphrase that we can't put on the poster? <laughs> Just put babes on the poster. It doesn't matter. But that had right. to be the trailer cut right there. That's the shot of Clarkson. I really liked Lana Clarkson in this. Oh, yeah. When when she was murdered, it was more of a, you know, her film career got obviously laughed at. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. going to be a star of such films as Barbarian Queen and Deathstalker. And Barbarian Queen 2. Mm-hmm. Nobody's got to take that with any kind of levity. But she has a charisma. She has a sense of humor. She has a charm. She uh, she could have been something. These yeah. kind of movies were bigger. She could have been something. She's, yeah, she's got that genre like star quality, for sure. Mm-hmm. And everything I've read about her looking her up was like, she sounded great. She sounded she, like the nicest person. She like helped people with AIDS. She went to the conventions and was good to the fans. Like she was into that. Yeah. You know, line. I I really love the the character actors who it sounds so demeaning to say accepts that they're their slot. But she really seemed to embrace the fact that, you know, her and actresses like Sybil Danning aren't gonna necessarily get <laughs> the main mainstream stuff. Yeah. You're gonna have to do stuff like Vice Squad. And she loved that there was people that loved stuff like Deathstalker. And you got to you know. think too, if you yeah, for for any actor, it's like, what level are you willing to say no to? Yeah, like there's a thousand people that want to be in Barbarian Queen. Yeah. Ten thousand easily. People. You know, there's there's so many people that don't make it to that. So if you could get any kind of fan base or recognition for anything. It sounds like the it's got to be. Thing. You got to f- feel like you've uh, won a little bit of a lottery. There, yeah, you know. So hearing about how she's somebody who loved meeting her fans, loved doing the conventions because I-, I love the convention circuit for those kind of genre actors. Yeah, you know, she just sounded like a real one. She sounded real, right? Yeah, and I don't think it was so shocking the way she died and so young, forty. I know. And it seemed like at the time more attention got paid to the fact that well, it's not like she's been acting lately. You know, that kind of thing. As if it's, like, not as bad that he killed somebody that wasn't a big star. Well, all, all I really remember of the whole Phil Spector thing was making fun of his hair. Yeah, the like, wigs really took away from... Like, that sucks, like, man. Really? Yeah, exactly. This amazing woman who, who, by all accounts, was just the nicest, sweetest lady you've ever met. And then all people can talk about is this a- the asshole that kills him's hair. Yeah. Awful. What a... <laughs> what an asshole. How is that allowed to happen? How is he allowed to show? You've never seen such a disrespectful thing as him showing up in just a fake hair bear bro's afro. Yeah, right. To a, the trial of a woman he just shot in the face. Awful human being. Just like, gonna die in jail, right? But no man's slave, no man's whore. I was in. From, mm-hmm. that, from that line, I was like, I'm, I'm watching this. And then two minutes later, you go back to some Italian dubbed marketplace scene in town. <laughs> My favorite was the via the dress. <laughs> <laughs> you see the dress guy? Yeah. <laughs> dress guy suddenly gets his own bit right in the middle. Is look at the fabric. 
Everybody gets a I little swear, little bit. Yeah, is that the guy? Fifteen. He like turned to the camera and said, "Like someday, nobody to buy, nobody <laughs> buy the, the dress." Jeez, this film. I love these 70, 70 minute films. And you're like, man, we we left dress guy. In? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we got to get to the torturer guy. Is the <laughs> re- most ridiculous Simpsons character I've ever seen in a movie <laughs> like this before. We get so much of her, of Lana on a table and torture her guy, just be like, I'll get her yet. Yeah. I'll break her yet. And then, yeah, the big bad's like, you've broken stronger women before. He's like, I'll take care of her. He has this weird torture device that looks kind of like just a metal glove touching her her boob. Yeah. (laughs) Like, ah, no, I'm just going to... It's not that far off from being the uh, the executioner in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it really is. It like, really is that just guy. Just working his torture comedic bits into yeah. things. And then uh, ends with him getting his manhood crushed by Lana Clark. So is that, so is that a, what happens? I think. Does so he she's... torture her by humping her and then she kind of squeezes? So here's a good... A good litmus test to see if I was watching a more graphic cut than you were. Because this doesn't seem graphic when you think about what's really graphic, but a thing that they can't show but was on the the Blu-ray that I saw was his thrusting buns from the back view. I don't know if I did They did a side view at one point of it, but they did a on the one I watched, you see a full, you know... Mm. I don't know if I did. Yeah, I think maybe the bun that, that could have been cut down for uh, for different. Pretty close to porno. Right <laughs> yeah, there. at that point, you're seeing bare bun thrusting into other bare. <laughs> so Lana Clarkson is stretched out on the rack mm-hmm. with her with her rack that and for just ten minutes of her just fully you know laid out on this thing yeah. right and. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he, he goes to rape her as probably, you know, that's like psychological torture. That's uh, the insult yeah. to injury. That's you're already you're... on the rack. You're already getting tightened. And then he's just coming in. And she crushes his dick, like, with her super strong vagina. I was kind of afraid that's what what, what happened, yeah. I, th- I, think I was that's like, surely exactly I'm missing something else here. This is a pretty great death, all things considered. He gets his dick crushed. Which they don't outright say like, no, you're crushing it. Exactly. But you get like they, they kind of do though. Yeah, yeah they, they kind of <laughs> you kind of get this. It's like, no, it's too tight. No, <laughs> every man's worst fear. Yeah, it's the worst, right? <laughs> and so then I'm thinking you're gonna do a cutaway to his just like like a bloody stump or something. <laughs> like how gross is this gonna get? Nope, he just gets kicked into an open vat of acid. Oh yeah, just the oh, that's a that's a major risk to any torture he chamber. Gets Fully just, yeah, submerged in the acid. <laughs> then, like... He's gone. The most beautiful thing, though, in this movie is about five minutes later, we see the, like, spirit Halloween skeleton in the vat of acid with his hat and glasses on. <laughs> yeah. That thing. I, when I saw that, I was just like, that is so, so good. <laughs> That's so good. It's so good. I couldn't believe it. When we... Uh, one of our, our other girls, Estrid, I, I love how Estrid's the one that's always hungry. Mm-hmm. I also love that she sounds like the one that's just like, I'm not doing a voice. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not dubbing me. Everybody else is kind of doing a voice, but she's just like, oh, not again. <laughs> like, just like, this is not, she's a, I want to be a slave. That woman, 
went on to be a she's a she's a director you remember mm. the the sleazy early 90s movie poison ivy sure yeah which is one of like one of the is best that a, a drew barrymore that's like as... the best movie where drew barrymore tries to have sex with tom scarrett yeah 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 it's my favorite version of that movie <laughs> she did poison ivy nice you talk about a video store staple that's pretty cool that box man that is that is a personification of the sleazy 90s mm. movies she's done she's still making movies she did a she did a nancy nancy drew that's the woman right she had like a nancy drew movie just a couple years ago wow. i watched it it was fun <laughs> nothing at all like poison ivy not at all the kids movie that's great this woman is a working director and here she is getting to be the fun hungry one like Holding an empty drumstick in the hair, I'm going, isn't there anything to eat around here? <laughs> Love this lady. But these harem scenes, I am loving all these these giggling girls running up to, to big oily or skinny scrawny mm. oily uh, gladiators. And the weirdest character in this whole thing, who is the harem eunuch? With the eyebrows and the most flowery dubbed voice yeah. of any of them. They went out of their way for this one. Who is this creepy guy showing up? Leering over everyone. Ooh, there's all you can eat gladiators. <laughs> I loved his death. That dude dies in one second. Mm. We get so many shots of this weird eunuch guy uh, tenting his hands around these women. And then he kind of does a creepy grab at at Amathea's sister. And Amathea just turns around, stabs him in the stomach, and throws him down a hallway. <laughs> Get rid of this guy. <laughs> just a quick, just guts enough, him sir. and just tosses him around a corner. Nobody ever asks where that guy is again. Right in the belly, <laughs> no down a, around a corner. Couldn't be bothered. Love it. But I don't quite understand the rebellion's plan, which was just to wait until their enemy was aware of their entire plan, kill some of the people in the group, and then they go, ah! Then they, like, <laughs> jump up with all their weapons. Like, I feel bad for the seven or eight guys that died during the finding out about the plan stages. Uh, yeah, right. They could have just sprung that in. At any, the guys were waiting outside the gates. Once those gates opened, the farmers were coming in with their, their hay, hay forks. It's definitely one of those where people died. Yeah, you got to think they're like, man, this went better in my head. Yeah, yeah. They were they were just riffing back then. They really were. They didn't have. They they went along. They didn't have a book on these things then. You know. Yeah. You read those old like war history books, and you know, even just two hundred and fifty years ago, when you're reading about some general who was like an excellent battle strategist, and you're like. You know, flipping through this huge history tome, and you find out that the big strategy was just like come at them from the right. <laughs> so many generals were like, "Oh, this guy." They would talk for days about yeah. his mastery of the battlefield. And it's like, yeah, we tricked him into thinking we were here, but then we actually were here. That's every like every one of these great generals' plans, and so. Yeah. They were all there. That's what they, yeah. That's what they thought they were going to get into. But yeah, they're like, oh, they know about us already. Yeah, they doesn't, know. It doesn't help they if they know. already know you're coming from the <laughs> left, yeah, or the right. But they see you coming. There was like uh, a mutiny amongst the the gladiators. The one guy. Here's something. 
that I later found out was cut. So you might have not seen mm. this. Because it kind of comes out of nowhere in the movie when this happens. You know the big bald gladiator guy with the handlebar mustache? Yes. I think they must have been deleted scenes. You see every scene of him being the guy who's pretending to go along with the barbarian rebellion, but also secretly supplying information Mm. to the king. And all of that is cut out, I think, of the movie, because then he just goes, I'm not going along with your plan. (laughs) Just makes him seem like so much less of a guy who's just like, you know what, I'm actually going to stay. They originally had this guy all fleshed out, and they're like, kind of like being a Look, gladiator. We got to keep this to seventy people. Yeah. People don't want a ninety minute. We we're cutting this dude. We'll have him turn on him at the end. I mean, again, when I was watching this movie, you're reminding me a lot of things because I just watched this a few days ago, and it's like already. I'm like, I just kind of remember the boobs. <laughs> I, are- just, I just remember there's a big sword. And a lot of fighting and uh, a lot of boobs. There are a comical so, amount of boobs in this movie. I, I think, yeah, I think the people making it kind of knew, like, we really don't need this. No one cares I mean, about this guy double-crossing people. Any movie, when you would rent a video at the video store hoping for, like, the boobs movie, you know, you find the one Friday the 13th has that one girl. It's just like, what? <laughs> how, did, how did this girl, you know, you find Life Force. It's like, mm. What? But she's just for like 40 minutes it's just a movie that's the whole thing <laughs> but usually it's like you know you get one shot in howling 2 when sybil danning like rips her bodice off that's the one shot that's why they show it a dozen times again in the credits mm-hmm. like we got them once we got them once but she didn't we never made an agreement on how many times we could show it there's one shot where they show it three times back to back these things just springing out of her of her uh bodice and so in this movie, they actually just hired 25 different women. Just be standing around, walking around. Some of them to go pantsless, too. They don't care. Why not? It's Occasionally, one would just be in still full bikini. It's just like, no, I'll walk in this line. I'm not taking any of this off, though. Yeah. They all had different ranges. They didn't just keep it standard nudity throughout. Peppered in a bit. <laughs> if any sicko was going to the video store hoping to rent a movie with boobs based... This is it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> this is it. They did not skimp. I mean, I really want to see Barbarian Queen too. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, I'll they did buy not a ticket skimp. for that one now. That's the one that's got the sorcery. Probably. That's yeah. got all the sorcery. It's ninety-one by then. They're like, ah, sorcery's cheaper now. Oh, no, sorcery's cheaper than boobs now. <laughs> not ninety-one. <laughs> <laughs> there I was mean, a, my 80s there was a point if you did the uh, the the chart the the prices of the two right. things the effects get to a point where that's why there's no nudity in movies anymore it's just like the effects got too it's too bell, cheap it's like a bell curve yeah the boobs go down yeah sorcery goes up yeah peak poison ivy it's just like we can't do this anymore guys the effects are too affordable <laughs> can't pay for boobs anymore <laughs> yeah the boobs are more expensive <laughs> than the effects if you come away from barbarian queen at minimum just going like oh it had a lot of like yeah there's that there but i really love all these huge hundred person swinging around yeah that's the other thing i really remember was just being like how are there so many people in this that final scene was the, the most of all of them yeah they just keep building and building in that way that was yeah the the well opening done. village raid was big the next big breakout in the city was really fun. The fi- the finale was great. People are swinging, and like I said, I was really looking. I went, I went back and rewound through just to see like there's got to be some somebody doing something dumb. Mm-hmm. Again, I only found the one, and the one shot I found that in 
was humongous. Mm. This was a big set that was filled with people. I had no idea. People are the farmers when they're pulling swords out of like their tr- you know their uh, hay bale truck. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, love seeing the farmers rushing in. Oh yeah, I can't believe nobody got trampled. Over. Yeah. One guy who looked like a man in his fifties that wasn't like a big buff dude in his fifties had to open a gate. And people were immediately running through, and he just joins right in with the running. Just like, yeah. Like, I'm just waiting for somebody to eat it. They're running in sandals. Yeah. They're all wearing togas. Somebody had to just eat it. Not what I saw. This was a well shot. That's also why it's only 70 minutes, because they got 20 minutes of people just biffing it in the sand. Every scene, they're just going through. It's like, there's a guy. Nope, there's a guy. <laughs> No, Frank, that, that guy just impaled the other guy with a pitchfork <laughs> in the back. We can't use that These one. These people are running around with a lot of sharp objects at eye level, and none of them look especially trained. Yeah. The fight choreography was not very trained. The best-looking fight choreography in the movie was Lana Clarkson's. She looked like the one mm. that most knew where to where to stand, right? I'm still amazed at how good the Beastmaster sword work was. If you had told me before I saw Beastmaster that Mark Singer is going to be swinging a sword around in his loincloth on the edge of a cliff, I'm like that's risky. That's that could <laughs> and look, then it would look cool. that could look really lame. But then if you had said no, it looks really cool. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking I'm being pranked. I'm thinking I'm se- getting myself yeah. set up to be like. Then it's the lamest thing ever, and you're laughing. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> you thought it was gonna be cool, you nope. idiot. <laughs> it's cool. The Beastmaster sword work is cool, very cool. There's a reason why this this genre was good enough for mm-hmm. all these people to make these knockoffs because like there's something to it. And, and I was thinking that watching the Barbarians too. Uh, like there's just something about seeing buff dudes just <laughs> yeah. And, and women, it's cool. and cool, tall, buff women just kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, it is a genre that is gone today. Yeah. <laughs> it is done. The last gasp in head, hilariously, was Your Highness, the David Gordon Green movie. James Franco yeah. and Danny McBride. I mean, there was no better market, I'm sure, There's for guy... these kind of movies than Danny McBride yeah, as a teen. Exactly. There's... That guy was renting some some Lana Clark. I'd like movies. to think there's still somewhere. There's still some sword and sandal going on. I think maybe you're... it's on Netflix. Or I think you're only going to get like serious prestige stuff, like The Northman. Yeah, maybe. I don't think you're ever going to get this kind of fun. I say fun. Let me just say exploitative. That I, do, I do not condone sexual assaults of any kind. When I say how fun this movie right. is. I know. It's but even, there's it, an energy and a playfulness that, let me tell you, the sexual assaults in the Northmen will uh, will haunt me. They're not, not, not <laughs> playful. Nothing playful about that movie at all. I think we are only going to get the serious stuff. I don't think we're ever going to get a, we're a bunch of fun, goofy Vikings. <laughs> nope. Fun, goofy Vikings movie, likely not happening. Or it's going to be like, uh, I, I know there's some su- some sort of new Willow series. Okay. So we're like, but we're going to get like that. It's going to be like for kids, mm-hmm. or it's going to be The Northman. There won't be anything like fun for adults. That's yeah. what I think is, yeah, the adult fun is kind of what's missing in the genre. We now. got a lot of that in the 80s. I'm thinking now, just when you reminded me of Willow, there was also those uh, Star Wars TV movies, like Return to Endor. 
Oh yeah, those, that, e- those that, Ewok movies are very, very sword, sword and, and sword, yeah. very much. <laughs> I would love for there to be Star Wars going back to some sword and sorcery stuff. That would be a welcome John return, right? The way the Barbarian yeah. series went there, you know, couldn't have guessed from Barbarian that they'd be hitting up two sword and sorcery movies. Barbarians kicked open that door. Like, <laughs> this is the direction of this franchise at this point. This is the direction. And we just, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get the fun mm-hmm. sword and say that. I think your highness tanking probably didn't help things. Well, that, that I, I I didn't see it, but that felt like that was a parody of, a, of like, once you're kind oh, of doing Martin Lawrence in Black Knight or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, once once you're doing yeah. parody, you need, some, you know, there's got to be some sort of new wave to bring it back. And yeah, Northman brought it back in a good way, but. Northman we, was awesome. Need I to mean, figure out that. But fun adult there's got barbarian. A, yeah, there has to be a, a middle. Well, ground then the, they tried to remake Conan. You know, ten years ago there was a 2010s tanked, right? Conan. Yeah, yeah. So, I did yeah. not see that. Your Highness, I think, is really funny. It's mm-hmm. dumb as hell, but it's but I laughed a bunch. Yeah, I love Franco and McBride together. I did not see the Conan remake. I would like to revisit Conan the Barbarian and the Destroyer, though. Those would be both good episodes. Those, yeah. We'll have to hit up the Deathstalker series. Hmm. The Deathstalker 1 and 2 will be good, but this is for the Barbarians. <laughs> this is Barbarian. This has oh, been quite a journey. Talk about a credits hit, man. Oh, at the end of Amathea's this. sister has been wounded and, and uh, you know crippled by her assault for the whole movie. When she comes running and screaming with that dagger and plunges it into the king, the king gets a like a, a kind of second revival for a bit. Just does a lot of mm-hmm. lifting the sword a bit. <laughs> Credit hit. Yeah, as soon as the king's dead, man, <laughs> we're still on the battlefield. It's like bam. People are still like swinging out on the field, and that end credits come up, and a bunch of bunch of weird sounding uh, character names start scrolling <laughs> by. The eunuch. That got stabbed in the gut and thrown down a stairwell. It was just called Unicus. <laughs> That's lazy. <laughs> You'll be uh, Unicus. <laughs> That's the uh, sandals guy. Oh, come on, come on. Come on, give me something here. I don't know what they're going to do for the next one. <laughs> Barbarian made a ton of money. These two didn't quite deliver the budget, but I have to think they're maybe going to be doing a return to form. Give the reins back to Kreger. Bring it back for 2023. I'm dying to know where they're going next. We'll be here for it. We'll be here. I think this is the end of our Barbarian trilogy. We did the trilogy. For now. This is our first trilogy we knocked out. I'm pretty happy with that. I I think it's funny that we can uh, just kind of make shit up like this at 180 episodes in. You know. And if you're following with us, great. If you're not. Check out Barbarian Queen. Yeah, go back two episodes. If you're not, watch it on Freebie. Watch it on Tubi. (laughs) Get into it. Soak it up. This is a different era. They don't make them like this anymore. That's true. (laughs) We're worse off for it. (laughs) I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.